Christmas time NBA, nothing better. And nothing better than since the sandbox. What's going on, guys? Here for a Monday preview of the other Christmas games. Everyone's going to be busy on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, so we figured uh, why not Why not talk about the basketball games everyone's going to be watching on your commute. Kev's here too. Feliz Navidad. <laughs> Happy Hanukkah. And Merry Christmas. It's good to be back here on this holiday week. And it's all ball. I know, right? <laughs> so let's get right in it. Yeah, so, so first game I wanted to talk about was uh, Raptors and Celtics. In Toronto, no Siakam. And we don't know about Gordon Hayward and Marcus Smart yet. Um, but presuming they don't play all three of those guys, what do you guys think happens? I, I see a narrow win for the Seas. Really? Narrow. Very, very narrow. <clears throat> because we do. Toronto plays so good at home and we've struggled there in the past. Honestly, I think it's a lock for the Celtics. I mean, losing Siakam's a big pod. And I think Tatum's been playing well. Kemba's been playing well. And it, not that... We not that Jalen Brown hasn't been playing well, but he's just been like quietly good. You know what I mean? So I think like when we when everyone's sitting down watching the game, you know, primetime game on Christmas, I, I just think everyone's gonna be prepared for the moment. I think the Celtics can can definitely win by ten points. Yeah, wow. So yeah, I think I, I agree with a little bit of both of you. Lou, I don't know what your definition of slim is, but if you if you mean single digit then then yeah, I think yeah, I, I agree. Digit. Yeah, I agree. I think I mean, Steve, I think you're right, too. Like, yeah, the, the Celtics could easily come in and beat them by, you know, 10, 15, 20 points. You never know. But I think the Raptors are just so good defensively. I mean, with or without Siakam, that's just mm -hmm. kind of the, the culture they built. They're kind of like a defense-first type team. And, you know, obviously the Celtics have to travel. It's Christmas. You know what I mean? People rather be home with their families. Like, we have to think of that aspect, too. So, I mean, I think it'll be a close game. I obviously give the edge to the Celtics because Siakam isn't playing, and he's obviously more of a loss for the Raptors than Hayward or Smart is for the Celtics. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Definitely. So I give I give the Celtics the win. I say anywhere between like seven to nine points. So I think the upper end of the single digits. So yeah. I mean, I, I gotta say though, like the the Raptors are like known right now for being defensively, but like. The Celtics are a very good defensive-oriented team, too. You know what I mean? So, That's true. So, them without their best offensive guy, I mean, they have to rely on someone like Fred Van Fleet to give them a couple <laughs> extra points. And I trust our defense a lot over their, like, potential yeah, best true, offense. But, you know what I mean? True, but with, I feel like with the Celtics' lack of big guys, like, yeah. this could be a game where, like, Marcus All or, like, Serge Ibaka, if he plays, pick up an extra, like, six to eight points. You know what I mean? Or, like, someone like mm -hmm. Ananobi hits a couple extra threes. That he no, that's possible. Game, you know what I mean? That's, yeah. the only, that's the only reason. The thing I'm worried about the most is why, why I think it'll be close is, A, the Celtics are not great on the road. Like, Tatum is not great on the road. No, like definitely his, not. They're all, all of their best games come at home. Um, and I think Kemba's going to have to step up because we've seen him versus teams like the Clippers who have length at the rim. He really struggles and he can't really get up there or he gets blocked a ton. So I think he's going to step up. And I think it's going to come down to, can we score? Because I think we're going to have a hard time scoring on, on Toronto. And I think it'll be the same for them. But their home, like those big threes might just fall for them. They might yeah. not fall for us. So I do think it's going to be close. But I do think Kemba, like, takes that step on national TV, like you said, and is like, hey, like, like I'm here. We're not losing on Christmas. No, I feel you. And, and that, that's kind of why I mentioned Jalen Brown, though. Like, I think, like, on games like this, he's, like, the most important player. Cause he is. Out of, out of, like, all of our, like, best offensive plays, like, he's the one that, that probably most consistently, like, attacks the rack. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, like Kemba certainly does, too. But 
But Tatum, I mean, I think we rely on him more for, like, a consistent, like, mid-range three, like, jump shot. You know what I'm saying? 100%. So, so that's why, like, I, I think Brown should, should have a big game. Like, if he can get us anywhere over 20 points, I think I think it's definitely in our favor. Because, you know, Kemba's going to get it at, at least 18. And I think Tatum, even where he does struggle on the road, is, is going to get us a solid, like, 16 points. And that's without counting for anybody else, too. Yeah, so. or that's like them on, on okay nights. You know what I mean? Like, they, like they could step up and have great nights, you know? Yeah. No, and I think I think it's good, too, that, that someone, like like I mentioned, like, last week with um, about not getting playing time, that now that Taco Fall is finally getting, like, a couple of minutes here and there, I think – I think it's good to see, like, how the fans, like, get very energetic when they see him go in the game. I think that's good for, like, a couple, like, momentum things, like, here and there. But just to kind of get him, like, agile, see what he can be, like, at his best. Like, and I feel like that's what we did with Robert Williams last year. Like, I feel like he played very seldomly, but, like, when he did, like, it showed, like, a lot of what he could do. So, if we could see more of what Taco can do, if, if Tyson or Kanta is to get banged up at some point this year, Instead of looking for outside help, just just give him a couple more minutes. That's the hope. Yeah. And, and I was going to say, while we're talking about the Celtics, what do we think about their young guys? I mean, obviously, Grant Williams is really great you know, carving out a role in the Celtics. Like, the, even the younger guys like Carson Edwards, even Romeo Langford now, like, they're all getting minutes and, and they're producing. Like, what do we think? Like, do we think – I think we got to give Brad some credit or for what? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I, I, think, I think he finds a way to, like <laughs> – like, they, they were talking about it on, on the game um, last night or a couple nights ago. Uh, and, and just said how, how he finds a way to get the best out of everybody. And I think that that is what he's doing. And I think what they were referencing to Brad Wanamaker, like, in playing, like, 15 minutes a game or so and, like, playing, like, solid minutes, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, so, like, if, if we can get guys like him and Williams playing, playing good, like, I think Edwards and Langford are going to be guys that are a little more – inconsistent because their role in the position that they're learning is I think it's a lot different than how they played in college ball mm-hmm. and, I, and I don't think for, for the other guys that's necessarily the case so I mean it def, it's definitely good to see that that our depth is definitely counting like like being being relied on right now so I, I think that's the strength of the Celtics like as well as always playing like two to our best yeah I think that well I think it's good that Casa Edwards is now on the red clause for a little bit because like his shot wasn't falling the way it was in, in the preseason. But I think once he comes back up, he's going to be big. Uh, just because <laughs> now that Romeo Lankford's there when Casa Edwards wasn't, they're kind of not switching roles because one's a shooting guard, one's a point guard. But they get those minutes and they flip-flop. So hopefully if they get on the court together, eventually they can um, be in cohesion. But I still think Grant Williams is by far the best – Rookie we drafted. Uh, he's played the best. Oh, definitely. Yeah, he, yeah. he could pass. I still think I don't want him shooting as many threes, and he needs to get smarter with the ball. I think he turns it over a lot of rookie mistakes. But, I mean, he's a he's an – not that Draymond Green's athletic, but he's a Draymond Green-esque guy. Hey, that's what I was going to say. He kind of reminds me of Draymond Green He is 6'7 six, six, yeah. at the power forward. Just strong. Passes yeah. like an animal. Yeah, I think it's – And he has fun. They say he's like a real fun dude, and everyone yeah. likes him. So, yeah, it's exciting to see what, where they're going. I, I just would like to uh, – I want to see more from Langford now that he's up, and I hope Edwards can readjust when Ooh. he comes back. Yeah. But let's take this to the next game. It's another big game in the East, and the Bucks versus the 76ers. I mean, we've, we've seen a lot of good things from the Bucks to this point, and we've also seen, like, very, very 
uh, top of the NBA things from the 76ers, but also very inconsistent things for, for, for the same team. So at, at home, I think it's a tough game for the Bucs. Uh, but I, I do think that, that the Bucs will, will win this game. What do you guys think? Yeah, I see it being as a game where Philly kind of leads earlier. It's back and forth. And I think once – just Giannis gets in a groove. It's it's just going to be tough to stop him. Him and Middleton, and they're just very very hot right now. And and Giannis is head and shoulders the best player in the East. It's just that's just what it is. And it's almost reminds me of like uh, the LeBron and Kyrie team. You know what I mean? When Kevin Love was hurt. It's not saying it's the same thing, but it's uh, a guy who can shoot and dribble. And then there's a guy who's just a bull to the rack and makes every pass in the game and rebounds out the. I mean, out the wazoo. So I think they're really going to struggle covering Giannis for a while. I mean, you can switch Ben Simmons on him. Uh, you can put him beat on him, but he's not fast enough. And the kid Thibault that they drafted, the rookie, who's probably their best defender on ball, he's not playing. Yeah. Or he's out right now, and I don't think he's going to come back for that game. So that's big. And I, I think that I think the Bucks not steamroll them, but it, I think it's around 10 points. And it, it's crazy too. Like we we saw the other night, like Giannis hit, hit what do you have five threes like versus the Lakers the other and night, shooting forty four percent in December. And I just think like if he can continue to work on that part of his game, like how isn't the MVP going to be like locked up for him? Like yeah. take, taking a team like Milwaukee and, and making them something. You know what I mean? Again. And and when when he has to get paid, like this this dude's really going to make make bank and. I know we always talk about a big market team going to get him, but what if someone just joined him because they knew he was that he was that dude, he was that good? You know, I think it's definitely something that we should probably consider going forward. Yeah, I agree. I agree, Kevin. Do you think that Milwaukee takes it, or is it a not an upset from Philly, but do they pull it together? I think it. I honestly think it's going to be a really close game. If you want my honest opinion, I think this is probably the best game of the day. Yeah, I mean, even with I know that the Lakers Clippers game, we'll get into that in a few minutes. But I really do think this is the game game of the day. I mean, honestly, you got Embiid and Simmons. You know what I'm saying? Going against, like Lou said, head and shoulders, the best player in the East with the hottest team in without the East. Durant healthy. Yeah, Durant healthy. Right, all right, exactly. So I got. This, I'm, throw saying, that no, out I'm there. saying like this year, exactly. Yeah, head over heels, best player in the East. Um. With the hardest team in these, like yeah. I said. So, I mean, it's going to be – I think – I honestly – I don't want to give it to either team. I think either team can win, but I think it's going to be a, a three-, four-point victory either way. I don't see it being more than that. I think it's just – I think – I don't know. Like, like Embiid, Embiid's tough to stop, and, and, and Simmons is – you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if if Milwaukee – I know they got Bledsoe, but besides that, like, it's hard covering him, you know, around the perimeter and stuff. He doesn't shoot. But he he, he does what he wants. So, yeah, it's going to be a close game. But I think you, I think being able with Philly being able to switch so many guys on Giannis that it'll be a lot closer than people think. Yeah, that's why I think he struggles early. I think he struggles early because the looks they give him are going to be different. It'll be Simmons to start. Yeah, if that kid dies, they're so there. long. Like even even Harris, it's like. <laughs> Tobias Harris isn't the best defender, but if you need to throw him on him for a couple possessions, like Do it. Al Horford, like you know what I mean? Like oh, yeah, so long, about Big Al. Like, and he's so yeah. big and so long that they obviously Giannis is still gonna get his, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. they can definitely like at least slow him down for a little bit when they need to handle him. So mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll be a close game. And uh before we get into the, the Lakers Clippers, which is, is probably gonna be the most talked about game of the night, um, Rockets at Warriors. I don't think there's uh, – not to say there's not too much to say about this game, but I'm making a couple of predictions, and I want you to do this. It's terrible. 
Harden, 50-plus. Russ, triple-double. D'Lo is going to score 30-plus. And the Rockets will win by more than 15. Wow. I, I honestly don't I, – like, I, like, I think that all happens. Even yeah. on the road, I, I think that the Warriors are just that bad. And um, I think Harden knows <laughs> when to when – to, not when to be selfish, but he knows, like, all right, this is Christmas Day. All the eyes are on us during this game. Like, he, want, he wants that. Like, oh, my God, he dropped 50 on Christmas. And, and Russ will be right next to him running, running the offense. And if Harden gets a break, they'll have Russ run it uh, as well. And Russell get, his, Russell get his buckets. I mean, he could put up 20, 10, and 10 along with Harden's 55 and 7. Like, you know what I mean? We yeah. could definitely see that. Yeah, those, those are definitely solid predictions. And I wish, I wish we got to see what, what this – Warriors team would have been like healthy this year I mean obviously we know like they would have been without Clay but I mean if, if they had Steph and like like Draymond and, and D'Lo all playing together for like a good part of the year like Stein, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure I'm sure they would have got like they would have got hot not not like as good as they were but they definitely would have won a bigger stretch of games and I, I, I think that they could have rallied for, for an eight seed and like the the West or More something that. like that I mean, yeah exactly do you see that they asked uh, like four GMs around the league <coughs> they were like like, what do you think about the Warriors, like, getting the first pick next season? Like, they're, they're projected to, uh-huh. right? Them or the Knicks. And the, the, the GMs were like, we're so scared. Yeah. Like, that is so scary to think they're going to get arrested healthy Clay, arrested Steph, <coughs> Draymond. They want to keep D'Lo yeah. uh, in his prime. Willie Cauley-Stein and then all your rookies got to play and develop this year. Dude, they're going to be built like the old Spurs, dude. And the I'm old Warriors, you. though. Yeah, yeah. Like, legit, it's the old Warriors all over again. Because if you, the, the biggest thing about those dynasties were the bench. Leandro Barbosa, Igudala, yeah. Sean Livingston, Matt Bonds. Like, those, you know what I mean? Those are, yeah. those are like real dudes. I, I Bogut, like the yeah. real difference makers. And like now that you have Pascal and Alec Burks, uh, Glenn Robinson, Glenn Robinson, what's the other dude's name? Mar- Marquise Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? They did not to they have a boat, but when they have the death lineup up, or like as much as they can. And oh, yeah, they said, they said, uh, Igudala, no matter where he plays this season, is going back to Golden State next season to retire. Wow. Like he wants to retire a Warriors. So, he's yeah. gonna play the season though, or he's just gonna like sign and. I think he's gonna play the season because they would have did, did like a goodbye thing, like you know what I mean? Right. If he was, but, but no, yeah, I think that's just gonna be uh, one of the more. I don't want to say underrated, but I think it's gonna have a lot of highlights of a game. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I think it's fair to say that that the Rockets will win by a margin. Yeah. From from, all, from everybody, you know what I mean? But but if we could see like these young warrior guys like play a little bit of ball, like let's see it on Christmas love Day, it. you know love what I mean? It. Especially against a poor defense like the Rockets, so. Yeah, I mean, they could shoot the lights, or they could all body them. If, if um, I mean, Pascal's a big dude, Draymond Green, Willie Cauley Stein, excuse me. Yeah, I mean, I think you're right, Steve. I, I think possible. we could, we could yeah. see them pull a rabbit out of hat. And yeah. if D'Lo drops forty, man, the momentum that puts up for everybody. That's why I think D'Lo it, does drop thirty. And plus. if there's a team that drop a game to Golden State, it's Houston. Yeah, you that's true. I mean? That like, really is true. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's historically yeah, true, though. Like, but but let's get into the big headline game. And we, we got the two teams on, on the Staples Center, the Clippers and the Lakers. And, I mean, it, Kawhi going to suit up for this game, hopefully, and, and we'll see all the stars play. I mean, we'll really see the two top talents in the league, you know. And, and that would all – like, Kawhi covering LeBron, like, AD doing his thing, like, Paul George doing his thing. Like, that that's basketball at its best right there. I'd love to see it. 
And and to be honest, I think if Kawhi does play, like I, I would probably have to say that the Clippers are my favorite to win. Yeah. Like I know he hasn't played like too often like this year and the Lakers only have a couple of losses, but I like their their total lineup when everyone's playing their proper position with their proper time and I, I, I don't know. I, I I'm excited to see it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm not gonna I'm gonna go the other side on this. So what I think happens is I think the Lakers get revenge. Uh, the bench steps up for them big time because that, that's got to happen. And I think because the Clippers haven't been able to play together as much as the Lakers have due to injury, I think that'll, they'll come out slow. And I think it's hard to come out uh, from behind versus LeBron James, Anthony, Anthony Davis' team. Mm-hmm. And I think LeBron takes a huge – like this is LeBron might be one of his best games of the season. Mm-hmm. I think he realizes the last time he played Kawhi, he, he wasn't good. He got embarrassed, really. Like Stephen A. was talking about it. He, he looked like a shell of himself. Uh, and AD's a little banged up. AD's yeah. been a little banged up. So mm-hmm. I think LeBron kind of lightens the load off of him late in the game and takes over. And I think we'll see LeBron James Lake lineups without AD in the middle of the second and third mm-hmm. quarter just to Get give him a rest, rest and right, let right, LeBron right. do what he does. You know what I mean? Cleveland LeBron, <laughs> run the offense, play the point, and then come off the pick and roll and attack the basket. I think we're going to see a, mm-hmm. a firework of a game, though. No, we, yeah, we we very much could, and I, I I think that whoever gets hot like shooting the ball like like yeah. whether that's like Danny Green or Lou Williams <laughs> is gonna make like a big factor to the score too. But Kev, what do you got to say? This this is one of my favorite games because it's a lot like the Jets Giants game. There's really no it it's two home teams going at it. You know what I mean? So and obviously in sports that's one of the biggest you know factors is, is the crowd and and you're gonna have the you know same amount of Clippers fans as Lakers fans yes but, people don't realize but, that but Lou I think you're right I think I think this is gonna be a big game from LeBron I think I think you're right I think he will kind of lighten the load on AD and I think they will kind of you know rest them here and there throughout the middle of quarters and stuff like you said but I think that's just the difference between the Lakers and the Clippers is you can have LeBron run the offense and he still has so much, you know, talent around him that when he can be that facilitator, that's like that's really when he's at his best. You know what I'm saying? Like as good as he is when he's dropping forty, he's better when he's dropping twenty eight and, and twelve. You know what I mean? Yeah. Twenty eight, twelve, and ten. Like that's when LeBron's at his best. And I think that's gonna be the type of game we see on Christmas. I think he's gonna be, you know, maybe ten or twelve points or so going into the fourth quarter with maybe like eight or nine assists. And in the fourth quarter, just take over, like you said. I, I can agree. definitely see that happening. And you know what's funny is the first time they played each other, Clippers didn't have Paul George, and the Lakers didn't have Kuzma and Rondo. And it's again, it's obviously Kuzma and Rondo together aren't as good as Paul George, but the impact they have, where Kuzma is the sixth man, and I don't know if I like that role for him personally, but he's there now off the bench, yeah. and you have Rondo to run an offense, and <laughs> I don't like how. The Lakers play Rondo and LeBron at the same time. I feel like that neutralizes two shooters because AD can't be in the corner and shoot. Um, Rondo can't be in the corner and shoot. LeBron could, but it's the last place you want him to be. He's usually the one handling the ball. Yeah. Even with Rondo on the court. So I I definitely agree with you there, but – like I, I think I think Ron, uh, Rondo would play good, like with having like a Danny Green to kick it out too, because mm-hmm. he, like he's more of like a like a catch shooter. And I, I, I don't know, like second the, unit leader for Rondo. Like, dude, yeah, they're exactly. just like they're so deep the league. Like, yeah, their their second unit is literally a starting five. It, it, it's like, gonna it's be Rondo. Five. It'll be Rondo, KCP, 
Avery Bradley. Avery Bradley, Kuzma, and probably Dwight. Yeah. Like, that's a starting that's a five. Like, you know like, what I mean? Like, but, yeah. the Lake, but the Clippers bench is just as yeah. good. Yeah. It's just as good. Um, but the last game of the night, a little anticlimactic. Everyone thought uh, Zion would be there for this. It's a shame he's not. I'm really upset he's not. But um, <coughs> Pelicans go to Denver. Uh, and I got to take Denver on this one. I think it'll be closer than it, it should be. I think B.I., Brandon Ingram, puts up 25-plus. But I think Jokic owns the floor, and I see a nice Jokic triple-double coming because he's playing against a rookie center in Jackson Hayes, uh, who's going to be on the floor a lot. And uh, Pelican scene that just isn't great defensively. I think Jamal Murray could struggle going up against the long gods of Drew Holiday and Lonzo Ball, but I think it's a Jokic game, man. Yeah, I, I wish I wish we could see Zion surprise <laughs> us and play. Uh, I, I think that would be awesome for to have a debut on, on Christmas, but – yeah, I, I do think the Nuggets will, will win this game and I, I think I think it could be close, but it all it also could like they could run away with it at the end too, depending on the type of game the Pelicans are having. So but what did you want to say? Oh, breaking news. Uh Jordan Clarkson traded to Utah for Dante Exum. Oh wow. wow. So, so Dante Exum who doesn't really play huge. he doesn't really play. Uh he, he's kind Whoa. of been a huge bust. Yeah, he's he's been a huge bust, but Clarkson's been Jordan a guy who's been trading around. On- Utah? Yeah, he's a gunner. Damn. Wow, that's what? Third string point guard? Did, Behind, backup two guard. Backup two guard, yeah. Wow. Him and Bogdanovich and Ingles would run. Oh, him that's Ingles, huge. yeah. That's a good pickup. That's I did, a good pickup. He just always disappoints, I feel like, that's though, funny. Jordan Clarkson. I like the kid. Oh, and Utah will send two future second round picks huh. because Exum is like, I don't even, they don't even know wow. if Exum will get I minutes on. The logic behind that one. Maybe it's calm. He's not out that long. Well, no, I think they wanted depth because because Clarkson won't run the point, and uh, Cleveland wanted to get rid of the salary. And Exum's been a bust. Huh. Exum's been a bust to this huh. point. Huh. He's a huge bust. Remember when that kid was coming out of like Australia, wherever yeah, he's from, he and everyone's like, like "Oh my god, yeah, yeah, Dante Exum! Yeah, yeah, he's about to go off." He was in like the Futures game, yeah. and then uh, yeah. But, but Kev, what do you? Oh, Kev, or Steve, which one do you? Go, what do you guys think about about this Denver Pels game? Is it a lock for Denver? Yeah, I think I honestly think it's going to be a blowout. To be honest, I think. I think you're right about uh, Jamal Murray. I think with Drew Holiday and, and Lonzo, obviously, he could struggle. But I think this is a game where Jokic just has one of those Jokic games. That's what I mean, games, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this could be a game where he could go off for, like, like literally, like, 35, 12, and 10. Like, one of those type yeah. games. Like, this could be just, like, the vintage Joker. Because he hasn't had really many of those games this year. No, yet. it's and been he, a different Joker. Yeah, he's kind of been, you know, not – I don't want to say not, you know – it's prolific of a scorer. Yeah, like he hasn't been disappointing, but he's just like I think the standard was so high for him yeah. going into the season that it's kind of like oh, like is he as good as we thought? But I think this, I think this will be one of those games, where, especially because New Orleans is obviously hurting for a big guy. I mean, Brandon Ingram is you know their power forward, but he's not. And really they have they have uh, yeah. Jackson Hayes is a good rookie. Yeah, he's not but terrible like, I don't know if any of them but... can really cover. Um, Yo, it's just, Yo, just not possible. Yeah, he's just too big, and he just. He's, yeah, I, I he's think he's a different animal. Like he's just a different animal. Yeah, I think he gets a trip dub, but it's like an 18, 12, and ten. Like you were saying, I don't think he puts up to because because if they're up early, I think he'll sit. Yeah, because he's yeah. one of those guys that uh, he just doesn't. You know, he's not mm-hmm. he's not made for endurance. Ah, that's that's probably his biggest weakness, which is crazy to think of as a basketball player. His biggest weakness is his stamina. But um, that finishes our Christmas episode. 
Uh, this was awesome. Can't wait to see how the games play out. Uh, this was this was great. I can't. I'm glad we got Kevin for for ball because ball without Kevin is is just like basketball without the ball. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and, and guys, we already made it to Christmas. I mean, we did our first episode September first, and and now we're already here for, uh, three months later, and just gonna keep grinding, getting getting ready for basketball the second half of the season. Uh, football postseason coming up is gonna be awesome to talk about. And, and just continuing to do this on, on, on a weekly basis. So I, I'm, I'm happy we got here. Merry Christmas to everyone, like I said, and everyone enjoy the holiday. I'm Buck. Happy holidays, everyone. And don't forget, booyah.